Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Open your Bibles, please, to the uh, eighth chapter. Of the, no, 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 no. The Lord gave me a, a, a different assignment to begin with this morning. Let's go to the book of Matthew, please. And we will look <clears throat> in the uh, 25th chapter. Chapter 12. That's 25, not going away. It's good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yes. Well, I had my marker there, you know. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. <laughs> Chapter 12. And let's begin reading. Verse 31, wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven. Well, we talked about the sin unto death last night and that's what that is. And it, but the reason they, they won't be forgiven is you can't bring them, you can't bring them to repentance. So now, whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. Whosoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, not be forgiven him, neither in this world or the one to come. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and the fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by its fruit. Generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the days of judgment. For by your words are you justified and by your words are you condemned. So what is an idle word? Okay, I'm glad you asked me that. And okay. By your words, you'll be justified and acquitted. Isn't that good? By your words, you'll be condemned and sentenced. Verse 36. I tell you on the day of judgment, men will have to give account for every idle, inoperative, non-working word they speak. Well, I'll see y'all later if the train don't hit me. 
now. now, the reason I bring that up, that's good. That's good. there's a man that said that and 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 a train hit him. Destroyed his car. God, he wasn't killed. That's an idle word. But every word, words are spiritual containers. God created the universe with his word. Why is this the word of God? The Holy Bible. Bible just means a gathering up of facts. But a Holy Bible is is God's word. It is his bond. He's not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent. The son of man came, could have lied and didn't. So now the prayer of intercession is going Charles Finney There's one time he walked into a machine shop. He just walked in there. All these men were working on different things and they all just fell on the floor. But nobody talks about his intercessor. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. He had someone that went in ahead of time and prayed the power down on the place and all Finney had to do is show up. Right. <laughs> Glory to God. And I had the Lord tell me one time, I, had, I was doing some fasting and praying and, and just going before the Lord about these things. And this is not word for word, but this is what came out of it. My people know little to nothing about intercession. They don't know how to intercede or make supplication for someone. He said, you can, you can intercede for a city. You can intercede for a church. You can intercede. You make supplication. Standing in the gap. Yes. Yes. That's what the Bible calls it. Yeah. Standing in the gap. And in the first covenant, it said, I have no one to shout restore. Restore, restoration. Yes. Restore this to him. Restore this to her. Restore this to this church. Intercession. Intercession. Supplication. Standing in the gap. This is why it is so vitally important to be able to pray in the Holy Spirit. I like what the Apostle Paul said. I pray with my understanding. I pray with my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me. That's what the Amplified said. I sing in the Spirit. I sing by the Holy Spirit within me. Praying in tongues is the gateway to the supernatural. Interceding. Just crying out for someone. So we go to the eighth chapter of the book of Romans. Dear Lord, by your words you're justified. Thank you, Jesus. By your words. And that's where you know it or not. Every human being that's old enough to know how to talk. 
that is, that is old enough for accountability. I don't care what language they speak. They're held accountable by their words. Particularly those, the more revelation of the word you have, then, then you're more accountability. Amen. So now, in this eighth chapter of Romans, <laughs> verse 20, <clears throat> the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope <clears throat> because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption under the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain <clears throat> together until now. Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even when we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to know the redemption of our body. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Did Jesus ever do that? He groaned in the spirit and said, Father, I know you always hear me. Roll the stone away. Lazarus, come forth. Somebody said if he hadn't called his name, all of them would come up. <laughs> He groaned in the spirit. What is he doing? Same thing. Right. Hallelujah. Glory. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Now, now here we go. Verse 24. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, what does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Now, I learned from Brother Hagin and then, and then from Rick Renner, there's three Greek words there. It takes hold together with us against. The Spirit himself takes hold together with us. <clears throat> the Spirit takes hold together with us. Affirmatives, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. We know what to pray for, but I don't know how, but how do I pray for this? What, what prayer do I use here? I, what, what, what do I do? Do I pray the prayer of faith? Do I pray the prayer of faith and intercession at the same time? Well, he knows. Yes. <clears throat> and he takes hold together with me. The Spirit, glory to God, takes hold together with us against my infirmities. We know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Woo oh, Glory to God. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. And we know that all things work together for the good. Yeah, oh, yes, <laughs> that car wreck was for my good, you know. <laughs> we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. You have to read all of it. Right. <coughs> yeah. You don't just take little, it's like skipping a rock across a yeah. pond. Yeah. The rock will finally sink. Yeah. 
and so will you. <laughs> or I will sink just by bouncing across some scriptures here and there. And <clears throat> you find a scripture like that, then go back and read that whole chapter. There are conditions. So, when shall we say to these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? Don't leave that out. <clears throat> he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died, yea, rather is risen again. It is Christ that died, yea, rather risen again. It is Christ that died, yea, rather risen again, who is even at the right hand of God who makes intercession for us all. So why don't we get in agreement with him? Yes. Any two, he's making intercession for us all. And you just fall on your face. And Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whose I am and whom I serve, that church, oh dear God, that church, oh God, that church. <clears throat> A man that many, 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 many years ago. He was in, in the southern part of the United States, Alabama, if I remember right. And they had invited him in for a service, for a series of meetings. They were going to have a revival meeting in that church. So he went in early. And some of the men came around and said, uh, Willie, uh, we, uh, when we invited you, an outstanding singer, preacher, uh, we didn't know you were a black man, so we don't think this is going to work out. Willie said, Brother Copeland, I went out front. I said, oh God, they won't let me in there. He said, the Lord said, Willie, they won't let me in there either. <laughs> so his reaction, he said, I got some tickle. He said, I started laughing and crying at the same time. What did he do? He started interceding for that church. They, they contacted him again and said, we have been terribly wrong. We've been wrong, Willie. Can you forgive us? Can you come back and hold us a meeting? They had one of the, the greatest meetings that church had ever experienced because Willie interceded for the church. I was going through Houston and I stopped by Hilton Sutton and uh, I just stopped by to see him and, and planned on, on uh, having dinner with him and then going home. And the phone rang while we were there in the kitchen. He said, yes, well, hang on a minute. He said, can you hang on and, and, and preach a service tomorrow night? I said, sure. So, and he hung up. He said, he said I know this man. He said he's a good man, but anyway, he was wanting me to come over because he said the church has just dried completely up and wanted to know, uh, wanted me to come over. And uh, so, so I said, sure. So I went. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I walked in there and in fact, that, that church was shaped kind of like this. On the very back row, there were some teenage girls, and they were doing one another's hair. 
in church. And when I was standing up here, there was nobody in about the first four or five rows. So I just picked my Bible up On Mark 11, 23, 24 and 25, I just walked down here where they were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the first thing they did, they had a clarinet solo you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and he said, let, let, let's welcome brother, uh, uh, what's it, what's, I said Copeland. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I just got here and there's a little woman sitting right, because she was right on the end. So I was talking here, all those girls quit. Yeah. That little woman jumped out and she started dancing. She said, I want you to know, bless God, this is the way it was in 1919 when I was a girl. <laughs> now he said his church is dried up. Man, I'm telling you, they came alive. Amen. Amen. And he received an offering for, what's his name? <laughs> well, I saw the offering plates. Man, people, and we got out of the parking lot. Hey, get him to stay over. Let's have a meeting, get him to stay over. He said, if you're ever our way, and he gave what's-his-name $25. They made a parking lot out of that church. God gave him his chance to repent and save his church. God interceded. So, God, who also makes intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we're killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels or principalities or powers or things present or things to come nor height nor depth nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Whoa, ho, ho, ho. <clears throat> now what are those? Those are intercession words. You can take those words and go before the king. That's what he was doing. He didn't get this on the fly. He said, I speak in tongues more than you all. One translation said, I speak in tongues more than all of you put together. But there's such things decent and, and in order. Mm -hmm. Though you can take those words right yes. there. Yes. Amen. Open your Bible and go go to the King. I kept hearing one time. <clears throat> this is many years ago, of course. And uh, I kept hearing the devil say, "This ministry is going down the drain. This ministry is going down the drain." It's going down the drain. I said, no, it's not going down the drain. I said, I have the plug to the drain right here. So I put my Bible down on the floor and stood on it and said, I am not going down the drain. That's right. Amen. Amen. You just, you just fight him on, on your ground, not his. So let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter two.
Now he said, (coughs) these are the words that God used to raise Jesus from the dead. Did you realize that? For unto which of the angels said he at any time, thou art my son, today have I begotten thee, and again I be a father, and he's again, 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 I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. Because he was separated from God. You can read that and read it, read it from the Amplified in the 22nd Psalm. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It is finished. All right. Again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angel, he maketh his angels and spirits and ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Now, can't you just see this? I mean, he's in hell. Suffering there for you and me. Oh, my God. Can't you just hear it ringing down through hell itself? Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever, and a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above your fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but you remain. They'll all wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture shall thou fold them up and they'll be changed. Thou art the same, your near ears shall not fail. But which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemy thy footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister them who shall be heirs of salvation? Glory to God. Verse four, God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and different miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. So we could come down here, verse eight, thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet that thou hast put all suggestion under his feet. He's left nothing that is under him. But now we see not all things under him. We see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angel, a fallen angel for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. I'm talking about intercession. He shall taste death for every man. He tasted death. or every human being. Now a born again human being, you can't taste it when you die. You taste the joy. You can't taste it, you can't smell it, You can't see it, you can't hear it, and you can't feel it. You just depart. If you're not born again, then other arrangements will be made for you. And you will taste it. And you will feel it. And the fear of death will the death of an infidel. Those people that it impossible to bring them to repentance. What about Judas? Jesus said, woe to the man that betrays me. It had been better 
if he had not been born. And when he came up, Jesus called him friend. Oh, friend. But the words he used are covenant words. In some translations, that friend is capitalized. Friend. He could have backed out. He could have repented later. But he committed suicide. In that condition. And in that condition, when he tried to hang himself, the limb broke. And he burst in the middle. But all that had been prophesied. And Jesus was trying. But notice, in the 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 chapters of John is all record of that, that meal. When you go back and read it, Jesus got him out of there before he made any more instructions. He said, what you have to do, do quickly. So in this case, well, let, let's go over here. Oh, wait a minute. I, I want to go a little further with this. It became him for whom are all things, by whom are all things, bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect or mature through sufferings. For both he that sanctifies and they that are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Oh, that's what hit me. That's what hit me. When I had that little book by E.W. Kenyon, The Blood Covenant, that, that hit me right there. Jesus of Nazareth is my blood brother. Yes. There's a blood connection between us. And I don't speak that blood lightly. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm very, uh, very reverent to that blood, but I use it. Yes. It is a weapon. Hallelujah. The blood and the name together. When I was there at ORU and uh, they signed me to go to the invalid room and there were people that uh, <clears throat> were just too far gone to be out there with, with crowds and make them know. Some of them came in ambulances and that kind of thing. Yeah. And that first uh, night that I was there, and uh, Brother Steele said, now you outline the message said, you outline what the reverend preaches. And then uh, he, has a, he takes about five to seven minutes to pray for his partners. And uh, he had all of his partners on microfish. And some of you younger ones don't have a clue what microfish is. Back in the day, they used that to save newspaper. Companies would use it and you take a picture of it and then shrink it down and had all of his partners on there and he would hold it in his hands. Well, I have mine on the USB, so. <laughs> and I carry it in my, in my pocket with a gold coin. And he walked in there and he looked. There was a woman about as far as from here to the corner there and a nurse with an old army military cot and uh, you, you could tell that she was quite elderly. Now he pulled me over there to him. He said, you're going to do the praying. And you're going to do the laying on of hands. I could just feel all the color going out of my face. He said, 
well, don't worry about it. If you make a mistake, I'll fix it. <laughs> so what was he doing? He was training me by the Holy Spirit to depend on the Spirit in him. Matthew 4, 4, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds yes. out of the mouth of God. Yes. We walked over there and I said, and so I was studying Brother Hagin, the power and authority of the name of Jesus. It was conferred upon him. He got it by right of combat. And uh, anyway, and when he was raised from the dead, he has command authority, a commander general, Lord Advocate General of the church. I said, in the name of Jesus, that's for our God, right over here. You foul, unclean spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whose I am and whom I serve, take your hands off of God's property now. I love the line of the tribe of Judah. Because I can't, I can't do it. But under that anointing, I'm telling you, my hair felt like it's sticking straight up. <laughs> and the, the, the nurse had her by the back holding her up as she used to weak for us to pray for her. <laughs> She spit that stomach tumor out. It was still moving. I thought that thing looks just like a jellyfish. She got up and started running. Her nurse chasing her thinks she's going to die any second. What did he do? He didn't minister. He interceded for her. He went before the throne with a command. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do it. That word means command. He commanded in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whom I am and whom I serve. You take your hands off of God's property. Now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, this has come up in my spirit two or three times. I'll, I'll, I'll share this with you before I go any further. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> we were in Memphis, Tennessee, first meeting. And uh, the, uh, thank you, Dave. <clears throat> Bob DeVise, associate evangelist with uh, Brother Roberts, and he was captain of the airplane. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> it was the first trip on that, on that airplane, and you have to realize what this thing was. Well, not a thing, it's a magnificent piece of equipment. It was a converted World War II Lockheed PV-2 Ventura medium bomber. Two Pratt & Whitney R-19, let's see, uh, R-2800. 2,000 horsepower to the side. Well, on those big engines like that, you have to check the oil every time you fly it. So I was busy at that, and I got up there on top of it. I measured it, and, uh, and already knew that they had that brand of oil. And I said, I need two. He said, two quarts. I said, no, two gallons. <laughs> Serviced all that. Well, by the time I got there, and the, you, had, you, ha, you had to hear some word and get a chance to get healed before you got the prayer card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And I walked in there and you could smell the sickness. And it frightened me. And just froze me. I just walked out the exit door and walked out there. And then the Lord said, where are you going? I said, I'm going home. I'm going to Tulsa. They can get that airplane home any way they can. I, I said, I'm just going to go get on a bus or something. And I heard this in my spirit. Do you realize I could have filled you with an angel? What? He said, well, what do you think a demon possessed man? He said, who was Lucifer? The archangel of music. And he rebelled. He said, I wouldn't trust you with an angel. I filled you with myself. I'm on the inside of you. You're not the healer. Oral Roberts is not the healer. Robert DeVuise is not the healer. I'm the healer. And I'm the one that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I have called and anointed you to do something about this. Now, what are you going to do? I said, let me in there. (laughs) I had to grow up. And some of it had to grow up fast, rapidly. So, for both he that sanctifies are all of one, is not ashamed to call him, saying, I will declare your name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I'll put my trust in him. And the children which God had given me. Now notice this. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy. One translation says, paralyze him that had the power of death, that is the devil and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Now we're back to intercession again. Through fear of death. Thank you, Lord. Ah. When you got a Bible, you're not used to. Things are not on the right side of the page. (laughs) And that would be uh, where's that? What was that in subject to bondage? Yeah, 14, 214. Since therefore these his children share in flesh and blood in the physical nature of human beings, he himself in a similar manner partook of the same nature that by going through death he might bring him to naught that by going through death, he might bring to naught and make of no effect in him who had the power of death, that is the devil. And also he might deliver and completely set free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage throughout the course of their whole lives. The haunting fear of death. The first airplane that this ministry was a 1959 Cessna Skyline. And my birthday last year, uh, George, Pastor George called me and said, Kenneth, what if we 
found one of our old airplanes or something and put it up on a pole and I said, George, don't put an airplane on a pole. That's a <laughs> well, he was just, you know. <laughs> November 2618 Golf. Dwayne found it. I had just preached for Bill Johnson. They were in the congregation. Mm -hmm. They owned the airplane. Mm -hmm. And they called me up on the platform. He just handed me the keys to it. I, I like to went to my knees. He, he never did change the end number. And he said, I'm giving it back to you. Whatever reason I told you that. He said, I, couldn't, I could never get my mother to fly with me. No, she said, I don't believe it will. He said, I walked in there on the I said, Mom, why don't you go fly with me? She said, I believe it will. He said, what changed your mind? She said, I heard Kenneth Copeland say, you're not afraid of flying, you're afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of dying, let's go fly. <laughs> You see it? Yes. People are afraid to fly. No, they're not. They're afraid to die. That's right. That's right. That's right. Come on, that's right. good. That's good. Yeah, that's right. That's good. You're on. Yes, sir. You're dead. That's it. Amen. That's Amen. right. Absolutely. Well, you know, everybody got a time to die. What if it's the pilot's time to die? <laughs> There's nowhere in the Bible that says that. That's There's right. a point in under every man wants to die. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. Once. Once. Now, some people don't care anything about flying. When I was a little boy, I, all I cared anything about, I wanted to fly. And, uh, and then found out later, I was called to do it for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And I got so old <laughs> that they won't let me fly the jets anymore. The insurance company just. Well, I'll tell you what, I, the Citation 10 at the time it came out was the fastest civilian jet mm. on the market. And now, 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 now listen to this. You are so full of power. I mean, you are so full of power. The spirit that created this universe is on the inside. And for us to say, oh Lord, send more power. I was praying that one day and the Lord said, where am I going to get it? He said, I wish you'd shut that up. He said, I'm number one here. I can't say Kenneth needs more power. Come on. That's good. He said, what's wrong with thank you? That's good. Oh, be with me on this trip. Be with me on this trip. Yeah. That's good. Those are prayers of the uninformed. Yeah. Oh. That's good. That's good. Amen. So full of power. A friend of mine called me. I hear your minister brought a citation 10. I said, that's right. He said, Copeland, when you put the power up on that thing, it better be pointed in the right direction. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a fast airplane. Well, then the other manufacturers caught up with it. But I want to point out there's power in you and you better be pointed in the right direction. Why are you using that power? What is your motive? Motive is everything. 
Why are you praying like you are praying? Why are you not praying at all? Why are you in so such a hurry that you don't have time to pray? What's the last thing you pray before you go to sleep? What's the first thing you say when you wake up? My routine. Gloria, the love of my life. Oh my. I just roll over there and say, good night, my love. And then uh, I, I, and then I say to the Lord, I love the Lord my God with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, and all my strength. And I love the, my neighbor as myself, fulfilling all the law and the prophets. But then thank you, Master, for what you said in the 13th chapter of John, the 34th verse. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. And all men will know you're my disciples by the way you love one another. So the kingdom of God is based on love. It's a love kingdom. It's a love king. But how many people know that? I just don't understand why you let that happen to me. Well, I just don't understand all the money that insurance company's got. They fixed his house over there and they fixed his, they didn't fix mine. You have a policy? Well, no. <laughs> but I don't understand why they didn't fix my house. You're a liar. You understand every bit why he didn't fix oh, your house. You're just mad because his house is fixed and you're yeah. dump isn't. So you got to blame somebody except me. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm the one that fouled up. That's right. I'm the one that let the policy lapse. Right. Yeah. Come on. That's right. I'm the one that didn't pay any attention to it. Right. Right. Yes. I was too busy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on. Very good. Come on. Praise God. I have no idea what time it is. Are we, where are we? Five minutes left. Huh? Five minutes left on this. I got to make the best of that. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter five. Every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men. Things pertaining to God, they offer gifts. I want to go on over here. In the 10th chapter of Hebrews. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect or mature. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have no more conscience of sin. They should have no more sin consciousness. Why? You've been made the righteousness of God in him. Thank you, Jesus. First Peter two. Now, everybody jumps to the 24th verse. There's 23 ahead of it. 
This thing is conditional. And if you're interceding for someone, you need to do the whole thing. Wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile, all hypocrisies, envies, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the sincere of milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If so be you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. To whom coming as unto a living stone disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. You also as lively or living stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Therefore also it is contained in the scripture. Okay, here we go, glory to God. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believes on him shall not be convicted. And some guy comes up and said, I can prove that Jesus was an Indian, chief cornerstone. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Just miss the whole thing. <laughs> Go back, your babe desiring the sincere milk of the word. I understand. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But unto them which would be disobedient, the stone which the build is disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. the stone of a stumbling and rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they are appointed. But you are, oh, 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 oh. oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You are a chosen generation. One, One translation says, you are a special generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar special people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but now the people of God, which had obtained mercy, but now obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul, having your conduct honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good works, which they shall behold. Glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. For whose? For the Lord's sake. Whether it be to the king as supreme, or whether it will be to the president or the Congress, or to governors, I don't like it. And say anything about liking them. Honor them. They're in the office, however they got there. (laughs) Or unto governors of them sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for praise of them that do well. When they don't do their job, that's not not, your business. We're working on something here. All right, here we go. <clears throat> For so is the will of God that by well-doing, you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness for the servants of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and the gentle, but also to the forward or the, in other words, proper respect. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief and suffering wrongfully, for what glory is it if we be buffeted for a false, you shall take it patiently. But if when you do yet well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. 
For even whereunto you are called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes you were healed for we were as sheep going astray but have returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of our souls. It's not just the 24th verse. There's a number of conditions there. I began to pray. It's some of the things that have taken place politically. I pray your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Literally. But I'm not the judge. I have no right to judge. Anybody. Politicians come under those wicked spirits in the heavenlies. Read about it, 10, 11, 12 chapters of the book of Daniel. We don't have time. You see the archangel Gabriel, you see the archangel Michael. And Gabriel said, fear not, Daniel, we heard you from the first day. And he had been 21 days. But the spirit of Persia prevented me. Micah came and helped me so that I could get through to you. See, he didn't have the name of Jesus. Get through to you. That's good. And when I depart, the spirit of Greece will come. These are nations. And Rick Renner lives in Moscow. He made a petition to the Russian government for the GNC, the Good News Channel, and Russia. with a lot of our broadcasters to be on it. And they signed it. And he petitioned them. And he said, now, he went, he went to the representative in the Kremlin. And he said, I don't want to do this without permission. He said, I, I want to start a, a satellite network so that I can we, and, and preach to the small churches and start new churches in Russia. He said, Rick, by all means. He said, we want, we, 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 we want churches in the small villages in Russia. Come on, come on. See, that atheist spirit's gone. Yeah. The communist devil's gone. Yeah. Out of Russia. Why did Putin attack Ukraine? I have no idea. <laughs> Principalities and power. But KCM Ukraine is in Lviv. Amen. And uh, that's enough for one morning. Did you get anything out of that? It is our job to intercede. We need to be doing this a lot. And, uh, and make notes. Keep a journal. Make notes. And, uh, and then talk to other people about it. There's a man walked up to me. I'd never heard this Pentecostal preacher uh, term before. 
Brother Copeland, how goes the battle? I'm not in a battle. Well, we war against the devil. I said, no, he's defeated foe. Use your weapons on him. Oh, he said, I knew I shouldn't have said that to you. <laughs> and I was preaching in a church one time. And I like to go in the church bookstore if I'm early. And I went in there and I picked out some things. And I, I walked on that. <coughs> she said, is it a cold or hay fever? I said, you know, Jesus said when he, she said, just forget, I knew I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> See there? It just whatever bounced off the top of her head. She said, I knew I shouldn't have said that. Well, then why did you say it? It was a habit. Jerry Savelle says, so this is the very early days. He said something, I said, you ding-a-ling. <laughs> he said, well, okay. <laughs> he and I had so much, and still do, so much fun together. And that's the reason that having a church like this is so important. Because all of this is being recorded. It's going out over the internet. And uh, thanks to Clyde, and uh, to spend time together. I could teach this on a Victor channel to three or four people. But there's, many, there's a difference. And on the Victor channel, I don't have Reba McIntyre. <laughs> Just sitting there. My goodness, Reba. I don't, it seemed like the last time I saw you was when we were on that cruise with, with Pat. My gracious, that was a long time ago. My, my, my. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Pastor, I don't, I'm like Brother Hagin. I don't ever get finished. I just unhook. <laughs> Amen. Come on. You, can, you, you may stand in feet. There are some churches that are good churches, but then there are great churches. And the great church is one that is in business to meet the needs of the people. Whatever it takes. Jesus did not say, I mentioned this to a pastor yesterday at Suzanne's home going, Jesus didn't say the gates of hell will not prevail against my evangelist. The gates of hell will not prevail against my, my, my apostles. The gates of hell will not prevail against my church. And the local church is the most powerful thing there is. And a great church is one that will explore the things of the word and give word and give ear to it and practice it yes. after one leaves. Amen. Long as you stay with the book. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store.